Now, for the greatest investigative journalism the world has ever seen. On Sin 90.7, this is Three Corners. Coming up on tonight's show... Melbourne's tram network undergoes new changes. Another earthquake shakes up the Melbourne nightlife. And Paul McCartney rocks Marvel Stadium. You're listening to Three Corners on Sin. That's right, you're listening to Three Corners here on Sin 90.7 with Dom and uh, unfortunately uh, Vince isn't here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Vince uh, died in a in a in a tragic car crash last night, so it's uh, unfortunate that he can't be here with us today. But uh, we've got some news to go through, and uh, that last part was a you know was a little jest, of course, a little bit of a joke. Uh, he's on his way. He's on his way. But uh, you know, there's uh, there's uh, works going on. We all know that uh, Wurundjeri Way is closed, and you know he's coming from that side of town. So uh, it's just you know making life a whole uh, a whole problem right now. But you know we're going to talk a lot about uh, what's been going on in Melbourne over the last week once he gets here. Uh, we both went to Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney last night, which was just a, like, a terrific show. Uh, but we'll get into that later. And also, uh, we both experienced like, an earthquake. Uh, a lot of earthquakes happening recently, but uh, you know, well, that's fine. You know, so essentially, until he gets here, it's just going to be um, a yap session from me. I'm going to be speaking like a bit of Japanese for you uh, about the Melbourne tram network and uh, how it's you know it's getting a couple of upgrades. And uh, I saw this. Uh, shout out to Philip Malice, by the way. Uh, he makes some great sort of transport videos, and uh, he's the one who sort of um, alerted me to the uh, to these new changes on you know on our tram network. And you know, you know, and you know me, love talking about you know the Melbourne transport network and here i am to uh tell you if your route is affected because uh you know there's some pretty uh substantial changes happening uh at the end of october which is only only like a couple of days away so um yeah this is three corners if you're listening vince isn't here uh but he's coming so uh let's talk about uh melbourne's trams right who's excited about this because because you know we all love trams right if you had to pick between a train, a tram, or a bus, I think most people would go for a tram, right? Because it's just so, it's so very Melbourne, you know? Sydney's got like one or two trams going on, which is, you know, kind of cringe. We, you know, we just double down on it. You know, we go full ham on our sort of tram network and we say, yeah, you know what, let's have like 20 or 30 different lines, you know, because they are really reliable. Anyway, 30th of October, which is a week away, there's going to be uh, some some changes to the system um now if we all know uh, the route three you know you know we all love the route three tram um heads from melbourne uni out to uh caulfield or something like that um heads down st kilda road and then heads down dandenong road for a little bit but if you're like an avid tram fan like i am you would know that uh there's a 3A, which operates on the weekend, and that goes via St Kilda, you know, so it goes down sort of Esplanade and whatnot to sort of service, you know, the weekend goers wanting to go down to the market or go to Luna Park or, you know, experience the St Kilda life on the weekend, you know, beach life, but, uh, perhaps. Well, that's not going to happen anymore. So the 3A is going to be abolished, uh, which is uh, which is a shame, you know. Uh, we all love the 3A. It's, you know, it goes via St. Kilda. And now if you want to go to St. Kilda on the weekend, like you've still got to, you know, find yourself a 96 or a 16 and, you know, do it that way. So, uh, yeah, you know, not sure why they're doing this. I think it's to, uh, you know, maybe make it a bit simpler on the network. Um, hopefully they can increase the capacity of the 16 and the 96 uh, in St. Kilda to sort of accommodate, you know, the missing sort of 3A on the weekend. But you know what? If that affects you, uh, tough luck. Uh, 
if you're not even going to St Kilda and you're catching like a three tramp, you know, this is good news for you because you can skip all that little, you know, St Kilda sort of sort of bit that you do, you know, at the end there. You can just go straight to uh, straight up uh, St Kilda Road and you know go go straight to the junction. So you know, it's a time saver for you, in fact. Um, Speaking about the people who live in that Caulfield area, uh, this isn't Caulfield, but it's Malvern, which is you know the next uh, the next suburb across, which is just exciting. Uh, route five and Route fifty four, right? You know they've uh, they've got some uh, some interesting sort of parts about it. Um, route five goes from Melbourne Uni to uh, Malvern, as we all know, and uh, Route sixty four, of course, goes from Melbourne Uni to Carnegie, I believe, uh, and there's a uh, there's a thing that goes on with like shuttles and stuff, you know, especially uh, late at night, you know, there's no really, there's not much point of, you know, the tram going all the way down there and then all the way back, you know, because it's, you know, two routes essentially doing the same route for 80% of the way, right? So, so what they're doing currently is, you know, one of the trams, I think it's the route 64 goes all the way and then the route five only shuttles between you know, its endpoint at Malvern and then you know the part where it sort of you know diverges off the 64 which is just just terrific how it goes but but actually that's going to be swapped so as so sort of as part of as part of the new network bit um, that's going on uh, route f- r- route five is going to be the one doing you know the full sort of journey and then a route 64 goes will have to you know, get off where it diverges and take a 64 shuttle, which will be interesting. So, uh, not great news for those taking the 64 at night, but, you know, if you're taking a 5 and you uh, use that shuttle, you know, that's a shuttle no more that you need to get. So, uh, interesting little bit they're doing there. Wonder why they're doing it? Maybe just to keep things interesting. I, I don't know, but uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, Vince isn't here. He's coming. So, I'm just uh, yapping until we get there. Uh, th- well, look, you know, look, there's another change. Uh the third ch- uh, change to the network, and that's um, the City Circle. You know, we all love the City Circle, uh, W-class trams, you know, uh, a part of Melbourne's heritage, a part of, you know, Melbourne history right there is a City Circle. You know, the tram that does the loop of the of the outer grid of, you know, the hoddle grid, you know, if you will. Um, and they used to operate both... You know, in both directions. So, you know, one one tram would continue going clockwise, and one would continue going anti-clockwise, and that was sort of the bit of the um, of the of the thirty-five, which was just fascinating. And uh, well, that's not happening anymore. Uh, I believe uh, the city circle will only be operating clockwise. So, if you are one of those people that are really, you know, an avid anti-clockwise supporter of the thirty-five, I'm I'm so sorry. That's not going to be happening anymore. Um, so. Uh, Rip to the anti-clockwise uh, Route 35 uh, City Circle tram. Um, you know, shout out to you. You were helpful to those who want to go anti-clockwise. Uh, it, you know, it may seem a bit sort of a counterproductive here. You know, if you want to go in one certain direction, you know, you should be entitled to do so. But uh, it seems that, you know, the 35 is majorly, majorityly, whatever, a... A tourist tram, you know, tourists take it to look at the sights of Melbourne. You know, who doesn't want to see, you know, Flinders Street, you know, and Southern Cross, and and all the stuff that happens on Latrobe Street. I'm sure there's a lot that happens there. Some Flagstaff Gardens or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So so that's going to be uh, not happening in an anti-clockwise direction anymore. So uh, look, you know, like the frequency of our 35s weren't as weren't as huge as you know you know as the rest of the network, so it shouldn't really affect, you know, city goers, but uh, you know, for the tourist people who actually care about that type of stuff, it's uh, 
No more anti-clockwise city circle for you. And uh, one more, uh, one more little uh, little change for everyone. Um, starting on uh, the thirtieth of October is uh, is uh, a frequency increase on Fridays. So um, you know, and this is going to be great. You know, for everyone you know who loves to go out, you know, get a little drink on a Friday night, or you know, people that you know, you know, just want to come home from work after a long day or something. You know, uh, there's going to be an increase in frequency of all of the network, or you know. Maybe not all, but you know, partial bits of the network, which is going to be just terrific. Um, and that's up until uh, 10 p.m. as well. So if you're after 10 p.m., then there's going to be no sort of help for you. But yeah, look, you know, there's going to be more trams running, uh, more places to be, more people moving around. I'm sure you know, up, you know, increased demand for the trams requires increased capacity. You know, that's U11 economics right there. Uh, supply and demand. Euler's uh, graph. Yep. And yeah, it's look. It's just going to be you know something so terrific. Um, increased capacity on a Friday because usually on Fridays you know they run at a at a slightly lowered sort of capacity, and that was something that sort of like you know something that I really never knew what that was about because it was like you know Fridays are you know for like you know Fridays are a weekday, right? So so. People still need to get to and from work. People still need to operate. I don't understand why Fridays used to run at a lower capacity, but it's good to see that, you know, Fridays are now getting its fair share of tram services. So uh, good on you, Friday. Good on you, Yarra Trams, for doing that. And, yeah, so those are all the updates that are coming to our network on um, on the 30th of October, which is just exciting stuff, you know. Thank you to Philip Malice as well for this uh, information. And, uh, yeah, if you've just uh, joined us, Vince isn't here, uh, He's coming though. He's uh, he, he's on his way. I think he's going to be in here any minute now. Um, so yeah, this is just me talking about the tram network, uh, which has just been uh, a terrific time, honestly. Uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, but look, you know, now it's time to get you know, maybe it's time to move on to some more sort of serious topics, right? You know, what you know, why are we here, right? Why? Why are humans on this earth? Why have we inhabited? Why did we learn to sort of become humans? Who was the first creature or the fir- who was the first thing? It might not even have been a creature, you know, it could have been some sort of cricket or something. Who was the first being that actually became self-aware, you know? Think about it cuz someone must have, you know, we were m- you know monkeys back in the day, you know, which evolved from reptiles and fish and bacteria and stuff, right? Somewhere along that journey, a monkey or a bug or something must have been like, why am I here? You, you know, what is my purpose on this earth? Who put me here? You know, who put us sort of us sort of like, as a collective on this planet? It's just fascinating stuff. If I had to put my, you know, my money on it, I'd say probably like a monkey would have, would have um, you know, thought about itself, if that makes sense. You know, like, you know, like. Why are we here? Like, a monkey becomes self-aware. Now, I'm not sure if monkeys are self-aware. Um, it's not really sort of my depth, uh, that type of uh, zoology, uh, or, you know, rather the uh, the brain power of our primates. Uh, but but it's, it's, it's just fascinating stuff, you know. You know, who, who was the first creature, the first being, the first species to say, why am I here, you know? Just, just you know, completely, completely interesting. So interesting, in fact, that you know, I'm actually uh, 
make myself fall asleep. That's how interested I am in this topic as we wait for Vince to get here. Um, but look, you know, like, if we move on uh, from that topic, right, what's your favorite web sort of browser, right? So there's lots of, you know, browsers out there, right? I'm thinking about Chrome. I'm thinking about Safari, right? There's that new one, Opera GX, which, you know, does all the funny stuff on on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. And there's Internet Explorer. That's a, that's, you know, that's a good one. I think you know, Internet Explorer gets a bit of a bad rap, you know. It's, uh, you know, like, it's not a bad thing, you know. People say, oh, like, it's so slow. But, I mean, have you used Firefox? Like, Firefox is just shocking. Speaking of Firefox, have you seen the logo of Firefox? It's not even a Firefox anymore. Like, to be fair, I was about 15 years old when I realised that there was actually a fox on the logo. I thought that it was just this this swirl of of fire like surrounding the earth. And I was like, okay, that's just a cool little logo. It was, you know, and, you know, we were a very you know, Firefox-heavy sort of family. So, you know, I would use you know, Firefox a lot for my browsing. And uh, I realised, you know, one time, because I think, you know, uh, we perhaps moved to Chrome or something, and I once again looked, looked, at, looked at the Firefox logo, and there was a fox on there. I was like, has that been there the whole time? It was, you know, it was a brain explosion moment. It's kind of like, you know, how there's a bear on sort of like the Toblerone sort of logo. I was like, wow, that's been there the whole time in plain sight. It's like, you know, the FedEx logo, you know, has sort of like an arrow on it, which is just crazy. Um, so, yeah, you know, Firefox is a bit sort of mid, in my opinion. I think, you know, Chrome, all reliable Chrome is all good. Although there's some websites out there that says, oh, you know, please don't open this uh, this this link in Chrome. And it's like, what difference does it make, you know? Don't tell me what to do. I'll open it in Chrome or, you know, I'll open it bloody well like, wherever I want to open it. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just you know, fascinating stuff, honestly. Um, yeah, you know, so uh, web browsers... Uh, well, What's your favorite web browser? You know, there's a lot of uh, browsers up there, you know, out there. Does anyone actually use DuckDuckGo? Like, is that actually sort of like a thing that you know, people do? Like, DuckDuckGo doesn't sound, you know, as good as like Google, you know? No one says, oh yeah, let me just DuckDuckGo it, right? You know, everyone says, let's Google it, right? And no one says, you know, what's the difference between a search engine and a web browser, right? Because... Google's both, right? Google is a web browser, but you can also search stuff on Google in the Google sort of browser. So can you, you know, Firefox something? Can you say, oh, yeah, what's, you know, the name of this person? Oh, let me just Firefox it. You know, what's the, you know, where do you draw the line? Sort of like, it's pretty much, you know, what I'm trying to say here. Um, look, yeah, just, you know, really interesting stuff here. Hey, have you ever tried to roll a tire down a hill? Now, look, I've never done it before, but have you seen the speed and the bounce that it gets? Like, sometimes you, you know, it's just a pretty uh, insignificant sort of tyre. You know, maybe it's got a hole in it, perhaps, I don't know. You know, something a little bit worn, potentially. And you, you know, push it down the hill, you know, for a little bit, you know, have a bit of fun with it. And the speed it picks up, these things are heavy, you know. It's what, you know, those, like, strong men, like, lift off the ground and, you know, have to push a certain distance if you know strongmen you know sort of like doing it for competitions like it must be you know pretty heavy stuff and you know like you roll it downhill just a little bit and it and, and yeah starts bouncing and stuff you know no amount of rubble or uh terrain stops it in its path it's just it's just completely outrageous how you know we just don't really care that tires have the propensity to do this you know i'm sure that 
some people are if you are on sort of like the wrong side of uh, you know reels or tiktok have seen you know people getting hurt by tires and stuff you know there's one that sort of comes off a car and hits someone in the back of the head at full speed full bang it's just shocking like you know how do we sort of allow these things to ha- to happen you know there's they're just big heavy wheels big heavy round things that can pick up tremendous speed have you seen how fast they go on a car like if you're going 100 kilometers an hour that thing is spinning a lot what if it just comes off your car that is you know that's got to be some dangerous stuff to be honest i don't know um but look you know we're here today we're here to uh here to uh, talk about uh sort of like a range of different things vince isn't here yet which is fine you know we are we are we're operating on a pretty uh, low standard basis here today, which is fine. You know, there's no sort of uh, sort of a pressure to do any um, anything uh, bad or anything good, right? You know, everything's going to be just fine. Um, but look, you know, I think it's time. Maybe we head to a break. Uh, Vince will be here any minute now. Hopefully, you've enjoyed this uh, discussion. Hopefully, when I return, uh, I have uh, someone in the studio here with me. That would be uh, ideal. Uh, but yeah, uh, you're listening to uh, to Three Corners, and uh, right now we're going to play a song for you. Ooh, how exciting! Uh, take it away, uh, Mr. Uh, Baker Boy. You're listening to Three Corners on Sin with Dom and Vince. Welcome to the show. Welcome. It's uh, it's it's funny. I've got no headphones on. Well, okay, so you, yeah, so you are raw dog in the show. Uh, you know, it's been it's weird. You know, a shambolic sort of you know couple of uh, couple of minutes. But uh, yeah, you know, I told the people about you know the tram network and uh, had a what, good actually sort before of chat we go on. Stuff, what yeah. did you tell them? Well, you know, there's a couple of changes coming to uh, the network. Like what uh, next week? Well, you're gonna have to listen back to the podcast. I will. I will. Friday, like yeah. everyone else should. Like too. everyone should on uh, Spotify. Three corners. The yep. word, not the not the number. No. That's something that I found that people do a lot. If I mention, oh yeah. Three corners on Instagram or three corners on Spotify. Yeah. Everyone uses the number. Like four corners isn't spelt, you know, with the four, number. No, it's not. So why are we doing the three corners? I don't know. It's just a bit odd. Beats me, beats me. But look, it's it's been a shaky evening. Well, has it? <laughs> wow, it's wow. Why is that? Uh, well, there was an earthquake, Dom. Now, is it just me? Mm. I'll say this earlier. Or have there been more earthquakes in the last few years than ever? Maybe. When we were younger, there was no earthquakes in Melbourne. It was an earthquake-safe zone. We in live in Melbourne. the middle of a tectonic plate. There's no reason for us to be shaken. Mm, yes, that's true. So why is there earthquake? All of a sudden happen, you know? Well, look, you know, maybe... It's like the third one this year. Climate change doesn't really have anything to do with earthquakes, does no, it? No, no. So it's not climate change. Right. Uh, now, I mean, maybe... Yeah, that is weird. Is it a seasonal thing? Like, does it happen every 20 years? We get an influx of... They can't predict earthquakes, can they? No, it's impossible. No, So, I mean, it, it maybe maybe we're just becoming a bit of a shaky... Uh, a bit of a... Just a bit of a shaky world, you know? It's, Cheers, yeah, yeah, good. That'll, yeah. That, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, um, that's all good. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. No, that's a good one. What I will say is, were you up? Like, were you sort nah. of like awake for it? What time was it? Just after two o'clock. I was well asleep because I just got asleep. back from Paul McCartney. Ah, which ah, we'll talk about later. Yeah, yes. yes. But no, no. Well, you know, because we went out after, yeah. um, after the show. Yeah. And we had a pub, and there was a bit. No, of- no, no, no. We were just out on the street, you know, walking around. Yeah. And it felt like a little bang, like a little sort of, um, 
something, you know, some sort of like explosion. Like you could sense it coming, you know? Really? Like you could hear something sort of like coming towards you. And it was just like a bang. Mm. And then it just kind of like, just like minor sort of shakiness for the next like 10 seconds or so. Well, I saw that there was a, a wall fall down. Did you see that on the news? A wall fell down? Yeah, oh, some, no. some lady's fence fell down. Oh, that's terrible. That was about the extent of the damage. Mm. Um, well, no, but that's good. I think earthquakes are good because you don't want your building to not be able to shake. A bit of movement is important, you know? Yeah, you, you'd rather a building that can shake than not shake. Mm. Um, the shaky building is the good building. That's right. Yeah. Um, as all, all architects would know. And engineers, even. Yeah, that's and yeah. probably more that's so probably engineers. their sort of yeah job to do. Architects yeah. are more the arty farty. Uh, yeah, are they? I don't know. Architects design, yes, and engineers actually do the work. The to make they, sure that the design do. can happen. Yes, and then because the, architects would make you know floating buildings. They would make if they could. Yeah, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, that doesn't really. That is the classic, isn't yeah. it? You know, it's the. On a site, you blame the architect for a... Of course. Of course. It's all their fault. That's right. The pencil-pushing architects. <laughs> Cringe, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, look, so, you know, if you were out at and about, you know, Saturday night is perfect time to get shook. I'm sure that the people... <laughs> oh, gee. At, yeah. You know, I'm sure that the people at Revs, like, appreciated it. I'm not sure they would have heard it over the bass. Well, no, but they probably could have felt it. They were like, oh, you know, damn, you know, this bass this is bass really is. <laughs> is really strong during this song. Is I mean, you know that there's bass amps, uh, sorry, bass speakers you can buy mm. that don't face outwards, they face towards the ground, and they're really big. And is the purpose of it to vibrate? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, that is. Shaking the building, you know. What so your feet can? You really feel it. Get a bit tingly. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Get those tingles. You feel it in your chest, didn't you? Surely, have you seen those like massages? Those like massage guns. <laughs> oh, which you know sort of vibrate. Why don't they just make those on a larger scale to like, like shake a, the building? A jackhammer? No, no, no. Like a big sort of massage gun, like a massive massage gun. Have you seen those escalators? And they build it under the floor, right? Yeah. And, you know, when they want to get, you know, the song to get hyped and stuff, right? They turn on these massage guns and, you know, the whole sort of, you know, floor starts to shake. And How can that be a good investment? People fall over. No, no, yeah. Like you break 4D, an No, no, 4D clubbing experience. Have you seen, you know, the dome? Uh, the dome. In Vegas. The sphere. In Vegas. Yeah. yeah. That looks incredible. It's crazy. Let's like let's build a big bowl with a vibration of thing under it. With with Dom's vibration gun under it yeah. to just shake his That's yeah, you know, I should patent that. You should. I think mm. um at the at the sphere, I think they have four D experiences. I think the chairs move and there's wind and stuff. And there's light. There's a big screen. Well no Imagine watching Avatar on that. Here's something that I don't get, right? Yeah, go about the sphere. Have you seen like pictures of it up close, right? People walking, you know, sort of right next to it. Yeah. It's not a screen. It's like small sort of LED sort of dots, which may be five centimetres or ten centimetres in uh, diameter, and they may be 30 centimetres apart. They're not, like, close to each other or something. They're just small dots that that are spread apart quite a lot, and you can't even tell what's going on until you're far away. But you do know that's that's how TVs work. Yeah, but it's just it's just like, why does that work? 
why does you know it looks so clear and so mm. clean you know from a far sort of view is it because your eyes only want to you know sort of like want to like see the dots it's like because an there's illusion more, there's more gap than there is light so much more gap but all you see is the light that is just how do they know how does your eyes know to see that well, I suppose if there's light, it kind of goes over the black. Mm-hmm. Like, it shines over the black and you only see the light. But then... But then how come it doesn't look like... Because I get, yeah, you know, that's what TVs do. It's just a whole bunch of little dots. But those are, like, dots that are, like, next to each other, though, you know? I wonder if... Imagine they made the sphere to be as high definition as a TV. Like, 8K sphere. Yeah. Mm. Is it 8... Is it... 4K? I don't know. I didn't build it. Like, what is the... Do you know any of the stats on it? The stats on the sphere? Yeah. Unfortunately, no. Sorry. I guess to sneeze. Do you, uh, do you know the outsides are the same, though? I'll turn your mic off. I'm not... Know. actually. It's just... It's like, you know when you tickle in your nose? <coughs> oh, yeah. That was a good sneeze. Yeah, good. Thank um, you. All right. Chill. Uh, you know when... Have you seen, like, the outside photos of it? And they've got people playing golf? And from the golf course, you can see the, the 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 sphere, like doing its thing. A lot of the time, there's just a big, big face on it, a big yellow face. Oh, there's heaps. There's lots of different ones, but yeah, it, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, but like it's just you know the face seems like the default. Surely there's a bunch of other cooler things you can do than just a big yellow. What head. would you do with a big ball, ball? Well, maybe I'd put ads on it. You know, <laughs> get yeah. some cash out. of it. Imagine how much money you could make on yeah. ads at the sphere. Nah. Put some like design. Put some put some optical illusion. Some like flashing lights. Or Imagine something. a fishing a fish bowl. Actually, a goldfish swimming around. In the- actually, here's a good sort of little sort of gag that they do. Uh, when it rains, they purposely make some of the lights like flash on and off, like it's sort of like lightning. No, 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 sort of like it's like faulty. You know, like the rain has made the lights do they like dim and stuff. Look up sphere I'm when it's phone. raining. Oh yeah. well, look, no, I'll look, look up. Look, Dom, so, I mean, I've I've I've. You don't seen, have your phone on you. I do. It's in my pocket. Oh, okay. Um, the sphere. I've seen like you two played there. Coldplay played played yes. there. I saw that. Um, and it looked pretty cool. The first one I saw of the sphere was actually the night the the like one in the clouds. It looked like I was like yeah, just that was like, you two. Yeah, yeah, but it just, I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, there's just a stadium up in the clouds. That's really cool. And mm. then I realized that it was actually the... Well, it's crazy because I didn't know that the sphere even exists until it was being finished, built, you know? No. They Surely kept it well quiet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, like, I'm not sure if you can see that, but it's like, see how it's sort of like flashing like it's faulty? Fast fact. Yeah. So it's like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. And it's like, oh, you know, they stuffed up the sphere, you know, it's like, it's like flashing because it's like. Oh, that's cool. Oh, a big basketball. Stuff. Yeah. So it was just a good little bit um, that they did. And, uh, you know, look, good, to see, good to see that the sphere has a, has a sense of humor. Yes. You know? I wonder yeah. if they're going to make the sphere AI generated and just make it run off of Oh, like, look, you know, like we're going to be taken over by the bots anyway at some stage. So. Yeah, so that bots will eventually run the show. Yes. Do we move on, Dom? But look, you know, like we've got, you know, this is the big one that we want to be talking about, right? Yeah. So uh, I think we should be moving on. Coming up 
on three corners. PM. Mm. P Mac. The big P Mac. The dude. most important man in the world. Do you know he's up there in the most richest musicians? He's the top five. Well, of course he is. One point two billion. He deserves to be. Worth. He deserves to be. He does. He does. He is a sir. And we'll be talking about that after the break. You're listening to Three Corners here on Sin 90.7 with Dom and Vince. And Dom and I, last night, had the pleasure, the, in fact, I think pleasure is probably an understatement. The, the honour. The, the privilege, the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Once-in-a-lifetime. He's not coming back. If he does, that'd be brilliant, but I doubt he will. He's not coming back. Um, to go, we went and saw Paul McCartney. Now, it wasn't together, though. No, no, no. Separate. Now, you spent you? a lot more money than I did. I did. Um, I was on... So, you were facing the front, right? Mm-hmm. I was on your right on our level three. So, I was on the right side. He's got his hands out and turned to see which way our right is. Yeah, That's the good. right, yeah. So, I was on that side. Yep. Um, on the third level. Yep. And... I didn't see him when he got on the piano. So when he went to the back of the stage, you couldn't see him. And he started playing. I think he did uh, "Night Hit Hundred, like '85." Yeah, back there like, and a couple of other songs. I didn't see him, so that's how sort of sharp the angle was. But every time you know he got out the front, you know it was it was a good viewing experience. Right. So, I mean, I was a little nervous that him being 81 and all would mean his vocals would be out and not so great. But he was brilliant for the whole three hours. He missed a couple of notes. He's been struggling recently. I saw a couple of live shows he's done in the last decade, and they haven't been great. He was on, on the stage for three hours, and there was not a he was no just, breaks, and no. he sounded good. He was born. There was this no, is an eighty-year-old man we're talking about. Uh, there was and 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 like you can tell. I I don't know. You can tell when someone's getting help from a certain like software instrument, like mm. Auto Tune or something mm, like that. Yes, it was all natural. It was all really natural, and it was all like... And his guitar skills were still top-notch as well. They were. They were. He, he was great. It looked fake to begin with. I was like, he's not playing, is he? And then I actually started paying attention to what he was playing. He was he was 100% playing, playing the solos and the bass lines and everything. And everything. Yeah. So just outrageous. He was brilliant. And then, mm. like, just the band was great. The atmosphere was great. Oh, my God. The horns. Like, you know that I love oh the horns. Oh, my God. Section. And they played up I on lo- that... Up there, when up they up went up on the yeah, and there was that long-haired layabout guy up on the side swinging his arms um, around them. What was it? Uh, the wing song. Yeah, jet. Um, no, sorry. Um, um, letting go, and they yeah. went up to the side, and you know the horns were just there. It was random, but it was like that's kind of cool. I loved yeah, it. It was it was, it was sick. Yeah. Um, when he went up on the raised platform oh, to do like Blackbird. And Bla- I nearly cried when he did that. Blackbird. I almost shed a tear. I was <clears throat> Especially when the one after, the um, the one he wrote for... Nancy? No. For, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, his wife. Yeah. Uh, but no, that that um, that Blackbird, that was just so good. Mm. And it was all really raw. It was just him on his own. We were going through the set list because the set list is the same you know, each time he performs. Yeah. And... There was a point maybe with 15 songs to go, right? Mm. He'd done mostly his newer songs, his solo songs, a couple of Wings, a couple of Beatles, right? And there's a point where we saw what was coming up and it was just banger after banger yeah, after yeah, banger. Yeah. So that was the point where I'm like, okay, so this is where you know, things are going to, you know, yeah. this is where sort of, you know, the crowd's going to be waking up and stuff. And from that point, it was just 
surreal. Yeah. It started off really good as well. Don't get me wrong, but there were some songs there that I was like, I don't know what he's playing. Right yeah, now. was that that was when the screen came down and they started playing the Beatles songs with the. He started off with "Love, Love Me Do." Yeah, that was that yeah. point, yeah. and it was just from there. And close, then yeah, us, he did "Helter Skelter." And, and that, Heavy rock, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. like, that was the first freaking yeah. kind of metal song to ever exist, almost. It was like... Just outrageous. And then, and then, like, I mean, I'd watched his live performances on the internet before, yeah. so I knew the whole last section quite well. Mm. And he did the end, mm-hmm. like, the end, and that was brilliant. The whole sort of, yeah, you know, sort of medley bit was just yeah. great, yeah. And my brother, so my brother came with me. Um, and we He looked excited on this. Oh mate, yeah. he was. We were just like Her singing away, around. and it was great. You had great seats. I did. Yeah, yeah. you could see it was at, like you could see him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Good. That's what you want. On I a mean, I, yeah. I, spe- I would hope that I could see him the whole time. Yes. With the amount of money I paid. <laughs> um, yeah, I just couldn't believe that he didn't go off the stage once. Yeah, I know. He was all. Always- he was always present. How about that little? He was adding all these little stories in. It was great. That was gold. I was like, oh. Actually, because I read a review of um, of uh, the Adelaide show he did uh, three nights ago, and um, apparently he makes the same jokes. So Oh, they do all the time. So, yeah. yeah, it's not as important to you as you think it is. You know, each time, you know, you're like, oh, my God, you know, he made a little, you know, sort of, you know, one-off quip. You know, that's so funny. And then you realise he does it every, every show. And yeah, like, but oh, that's, but everyone, they all... All the artists so. do that, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's just a bit of a parasocial relationship that you need to uh, get a... You know, get used to, I suppose. It's a pa- parasocial relationship. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, It's like, do you have, you know, who's someone that you look up to? Like an internet sort of a personality or, you know, anyone famous that you look up to? Let's say Paul McCartney. Okay, let's say Paul McCartney, right? Would you say that you, you know, you could have a good conversation with Paul? You're like, oh, hey, man, I love your stuff, you know. You know, me and you could be best mates, right? Yeah. This guy doesn't know who the hell you are. This guy doesn't care about you. No, right? no. Yeah. So a parasocial sort of like relationship is like a one-way sort of thing, right? If you know like a YouTuber, right, who yeah. talks, you know, to his audience like, you know, they're his mates, right? And then the the audience think that they're his mates. but I'm- And the audience thinks, yeah, that, you know, you've got sort of like a connection here, right? When in reality, this guy or girl doesn't care, doesn't it's, know who you are. That's like when and artists then if say- if you meet them on the street, you know, you're like, oh my God, hi, Ian, how's it going? You know, sort of, sort of like, like you're talking to you in your face and this person's just like, who? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, and it's like when they say, oh, this has been the best show ever, like the best, the best night mm. or whatever. It's like they say that every night. It's not like they're going to say, yeah, of course, this show sucks. Unless the this audience me. sucks. <laughs> you guys yeah. are the worst. Yeah. Well, look, if you go to Adelaide, then yeah, that's probably obvious that it, that it's going to happen. Um, speaking of where he's playing, he's going to Newcastle. He's he's playing. He did only one night in Melbourne. Mm. He's doing two in Sydney, and he's doing one in Newcastle. One in the Gold Coast as well. Wait. Who 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 planned this tour? Melbourne's oh. the cultural capital of the world. Well, I, I'm well musically, I think Sydney. of the southern hemisphere. <laughs> but well, well, I mean, we're at a close tie with Sydney. I feel like our our night scene's better than Sydney, but mm. that's a bit odd. When we have a you know claim to fame, we're mm. like oh, we're the biggest whatever in the southern hemisphere. 
Who cares about the Southern Hemisphere? Yeah, the world. It's Who like, are we up against? Yeah, what, the ocean? South America. Yeah. <laughs> Africa. Yeah. There's not much going sort of like in either of those continents. Of course, we're probably going to be, you know, yeah. sort of a, sort of like ahead in most sort of assets there. Yeah, that's like, yeah. I grew up in a town where they had the biggest butter factory in the Southern Hemisphere. Wow, what an Southern achievement. Hemisphere. It's like, what well, good on you. Yeah. Everything happens up north. That's why... Cr- Christmas is, is so ingrained as a as a winter thing mm. because it's, it's a, winter yeah. up there. That's where all the all the stuff goes on. All history happens up there. Name one bit of history that has happened in in the, <laughs> uh, in the southern hemisphere. Yeah, there's been none. One piece of history. Nothing. 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 Zero. Um, zero. Zero. Anyway. Zip. Nothing. Zero. One zero. thing that I wanted to ask you as well. Nothing. Speaking of uh, the experience at Marvel Stadium, which was you know just terrific, by mm-hmm. the way. You know, I think how they did it and the lights and you know when uh, Live and Let Die went on and the bang and my <laughs> goodness, good. I got a fright from that. Did ya? When you leave a stadium, right? Mm. When you leave like MCG, for example, or Marvel Stadium f- after a footy game, after a concert. Whatever, right? And you're on a fourth level or a third level, right? You know how there's those exit ramps mm-hmm. that, you know, sort of go down? Mm-hmm. Are you a crosser or a straighter, right? So you walk down these ramps, right? And you walk halfway down and there's the option to to continue going straight to go down mm. or to do a U-turn to go down sort of like the other direction, right? Mm. To exit the venue. Is this making sense? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Okay. All right, how do I... Let me draw you, like, a diagram, right? Yeah. So, we're sort of on this level four, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's two sort of ramps going down that are, like, crisscross. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. that, and then that, and then that. Gotcha, gotcha. Halfway through, you can cross over, right, to do continuous circles or to just go straight down and straight down. Mm. Yes? Straight down. So, you just go straight. Yeah. You don't... Crossover in the middle. No, why would you bother? Well, because it's quicker. Oh yeah, because you because you don't have to walk all the way down past this straight, but you can just you know cut around. But most people are straight goers. That's what I found. If there's a lot of people, people like to go straight. Yeah. But if there's not many people, people like to turn and do sort of U turn halfway down. That's an interesting observation. Did you have anybody? Do the the um the na 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 nas as you were walking out of the stadium last night from Hey Jude? Yeah. No. Oh, we had a bunch of these guys doing it, and then everyone joined in. It was great. Yeah, epic. Yeah. That was on the way to Southern Cross. Southern Cross was packed. No. Man. Yeah. We had a pretty sort of dead side, but I suppose you know that's what you pay for with the cheap tickets. But uh, it was, you know, people didn't stand up. I don't think. What? Everyone stood up. At the end, they stood up, but but uh, sort of not during the show. Yeah. Everyone was just pretty tame, like, oh, wow, you know, good song, good song. Gee, everyone where we were was up and about. I saw how feral it was down there. It was, it was, was just crazy. jumping around. And, and there were young people there as well. There were. I don't know we're young people, but... Uh, I was sitting next to a very elderly couple, so they were not young people. No. But there were young people dancing in the aisles, and you weren't allowed to dance in the aisles, so... Well, it's Port McCartney, so... Yeah, I know. Deal with it. The Sackies can go and yeah. Look, be quiet. Great show. Yeah, Good I that mean, he did the songs that everyone wanted him to do, but I didn't yep. mind him doing some new ones, we, um, personal ones. We, uh, he got back. He did. He mm-hmm. did. And hopefully, I mean, I don't think he's going to get back again, but he certainly got never back say this never. time. No, never say never. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know what? When he was doing his tribute to John, 
and he did his tribute to George oh, did you, as did well. You, did you? Did you? I got like I got like goosebumps. It was a little that. bit sort of emotional, yes. But he was doing his tributes. Yes, and I was like, okay, he's done jo- John. He's done George. He didn't do Ringo. Ringo's coming out. He's going to bring Ringo out because he was saving, it, you know, because yeah. he was talking about John. He was talking about George, you know, and he did something for George. And Skip I was Ringo. like, he hasn't brought up anything about Ringo yet. He's, you know, you know like he's being very quiet about this man. He's going to bring him out. And no, no, he didn't. No, no, no. He didn't even mention him. Didn't even bring him up once. Shocking. Wasn't there something that shocked me that he didn't bring up either? What? He's on the new uh, Rolling Stones album as well. Have you heard that? Yeah. There's a new uh, Rolling Stones album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he didn't do Angry, did he? No, no. He was on uh, Biting My Head Off as a feature. I think he was on the guitar there. Oh. Uh, and was a, you know, huge rocker, that one. I thought he was going to, you know, at least maybe, you know, bring it up or, you know, mention or, hey. Um, the Stones. He hey, wouldn't cross uh, promote, promote with his. Well, no, but, you know, maybe he would have brought out, you know, Mick Jagger or something. I don't imagine. You know, just, you know. I got my hopes up. I should have just been like, nah, this bloke's an 81 year old. No, that man. would be- He just wants to get on the stage and get off. So, you know, so he charges $6 million a show. He, no, he earns $6 million a show, personally. Of course he does. Um, his net worth is $1.2 billion. Of course. Um, so I don't know why he bothers touring, but- Ah, um, oh, to make the fans happy. You know? Yeah, have a yeah. bit of fun. Keep the, keep the- It's just, yeah, unfortunately, Australia has to wait. A couple of years after he does all the other countries. Um, just quickly yeah, before we go, you know the movie Yesterday? Yes. Did you see it? I have seen it, yeah. I didn't mind. It wasn't amazing. It's all right. It was neither here nor there. Good to have some Beatles reps. They paid $10 million for that soundtrack. And the, the, Why? Half the, of them aren't even there anymore. The, no, the budget for that movie was... No, no. The mo- the people who made the movie paid yeah. $10 million to the Beatles for those songs. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Half of them aren't even there anymore. So, what do you why? mean? Aren't there, John but, and George aren't there anymore. Yeah, but they paid them ten million dollars. So who pay- are they paying? Well, it's the, the 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 widows. No, they're paying the the the, the people who made the music. The George pe- Martin. No, well, they're paying the record label. Okay, all right. Apple Music or whatever Apple. it is. Um, and anyway, um, yeah, ten yes, million dollars, yeah, which okay. is nearly half of the budget for the whole film. Wow. So there you go. Anyway, that that's, that's why you rarely see Beatles songs in movies. Yeah, because they're way too. Ex- it's right, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's the end of the show. It is. Uh, do you know you can pay $60 million to buy a Beatles song? $60 million. Did you know that you can donate $60 million to save Sid? <laughs> Imagine what we would do with $60 million. Oh, it would crap. really help the station. I so make sure you uh, donate, donate $60 million. To Sin. Yeah. Go on the website yep. or the Instagram. Do There'll that. be links everywhere and uh, you can save our station. Uh, in the meantime, though, thank you very much for being with me here today, Vince. I'll look for the for the two-thirds of the show that I for was two here. two-thirds. Hopefully you enjoyed the yap at the beginning from myself. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk... Yes, we will. News. News. Hard facts.